Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. Jimmy. So this week we are talking about a fantastic film called Million Dollar Baby. We are. <laughs> um, let me get you a synopsis. <clears throat> I'm just waiting for it to load. It's about a chick. So Forrest, what do you think about the movie? Can you not find one? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm finding it right now. A determined woman works with a hardened boxing trainer to become a professional. That's a super quick synopsis. All right. All right, whatever. Um, There's a... What do you think? Uh, I feel like I can't watch a Clint Eastwood movie before after Unforgiven. You didn't like this movie? I was okay with it, but, like, it's kind of like... Okay. Okay. It this is it's, the, this was the movie where I'm like, okay, old man oh, yells. Okay, old man. Clinty. Okay, this is where you're getting your. Okay, like, old man yells at cloud works for Unforgiven. It works for that story. Yeah. His and I feel like every movie after Unforgiven that I've seen is old man yells at cloud. Not it, it, with him in it. Yeah, I feel like this movie was great. But but you also have the, a, you have a boxing thing with your pops. I do, but the thing with this movie where it's like this was like the first inkling like I might be done with Clint Eastwood movies, because at a certain point it stopped being. Uh, focused, you know, the who's the main character of this story? Oh, are we gonna play this game? Yeah, um, I feel it's Clint Eastwood. Okay, because and I know. You're going to think it's the girl. Yeah, I do. But, but no. And I think up until the last like five minutes of that, two minutes of that movie, when you find out that the reason why uh, Morgan Freeman is narrating this is because he's writing a letter to his daughter. Yeah. I, I'm assuming to see if she's heard from him. Yeah. Um, but like it's one of those where it's like, I felt like it was... I felt like the... Uh, I, okay, I feel like the... Clint Eastwood was like, yeah, we're done talking about this chick. Let's talk about me and just kind of well, sidestep into I, it. I, when I, double, I, I, I didn't know this was a book. I would have gotten to the book first. If oh, I yeah, yeah. Known this was a, I, I should have done a little more. I never read the book. I have not either. It's not called Million Dollar Baby. It's called something else. It's called... Uh, I don't know what the fuck it's called. I just saw that's based on a book and I was like, fuck, I should have read it first. Called, I, I, I like doing that when I watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I mean? And I understand. I feel like it helps me understand the writing of it better. 
Like, when you watch... Okay, I've not read the book No Country for Old Men, but I've read other... When you, but the same guy who wrote No Country for Old Men wrote The Road. Uh-huh. You know that, right? Cormac McCarthy wrote The Road, and he wrote No Country for Old Men, the, the books. Oh, okay, okay. When I saw his writing style in The Road, which bothers the fuck out of me, I don't like his writing style, because it just feels like notes. It's called Rope Burns, Whatever. Stories from the Corner. Okay, so I guess... Ooh, a, actually, I want to... You probably, that's something you're probably into. Yeah, I'll probably see if I can find a Spanish version for my dad. Uh, so anyway, um, when... Um, what was I talking about? Oh. Um, Roper. Not rope burn. Oh. Um, when you watch, when you see how that he writes, where it's just like, the person did this, the person did this. Have you ever read The Road? Yes. Okay, I don't like the way that guy writes. In because, English? No, not in English. No, it's like he... It's third person, but it's like weird. Because oh, he just says yeah, they said yeah, this yeah, and yeah. they don't do it. Or this person is like... It's really weird how his format is. And that's good. It works for him. I just... Not not for me. Uh-huh. And so when you... When I saw... And I, I never finished The Road initially. Like it took me a couple of reads to get through it. Um, when I saw No Country for Old Men, I was like, oh... That's not just this book. That's how he writes all of his books. Because there's way more action in No Country for Old Men. Okay. Have you ever seen No Country for Old Men? Yeah. It's the one with... uh... Hey, friendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But how much... There's dialogue in it, but there's very little. And there's very little dialogue in The Road. I never saw the movie The Road. Never saw The Road. I didn't... Wasn't a fan of the book. I... Wasn't a fan of No Country for Old Men. The movie? Yeah. Why? Maybe it was too long. It's Coen Brothers long. I'll give it another shot. But, um... Because I've seen parts... I, I see clips. I'm like, damn, that's a really good scene. It's a weird... And I think that's what it was. It was too weird. It's, it oh, was too kind of open. It's not, it was, it's not a weird story. It's presented in a different way. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I like that movie a lot. But I'm also gay for the Coen Brothers. Um, But... Um, a few things I noticed. Uh, Clint Eastwood uses a lot of acoustic guitar in his music. As Now, did you notice? I, I realized yeah. that this is the thing. Because it's all... It's all playing the... And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what we do in Clint Eastwood movies? I feel like this is like... Like, I feel like his tropes were established in this movie. Yeah, I feel like this movie was trying to be what... Um... Oh, what's Breakfast at Tiffany was, but westernized. Explain. Like, it's the same type of, like, romantic versions of these, like, characters, where they're distance, you know, because, like, you get, like, they have their separate, like, separate lives. Like, Mickey Rooney romanticized. You, you know for damn sure Clint Eastwood would love to put, like, a Mickey Rooney Chinese man character in <laughs> all the movies, but he can't. He's probably asked for it to see if he can push it, but he doesn't do it. But I it's need very, to like, this, like playing a Chinaman. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's one of those where it's, like, you have these two-sided characters from different... His shit's too on the nose. <sighs> it, he, yeah. I would say now, all his stuff is on the nose. And it's like, alright. So you're thinking it's medium on the nose, like it's on the bridge of the nose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, for sure, Bridges the Nose. But uh, but he's the best damn cut man in the business. But he doesn't train girls. Yeah, I like that attitude. 
Um, but Cutman is actually a really, like, they talk about it a lot, which, when I first saw it, I thought, fuck yeah, this is going to be about, like, like, making sure, like, you know, like, cutting the right way, and, like, you'll learn that, that profession. That's what you said this movie. Because that's what me and my dad thought when we first saw it. Did you watch it with you? Yeah, we watched like, it. What, I'm, I'm oh, you, what you took it when you saw it when it came well, out. What I found out, too, is that on HBO, you can get it, uh, the audios in Spanish. Oh, yeah, there's, some of the movies have it in Spanish. So, I would tell my dad, I was like, we've got to make a day so we can actually watch it so you can see it in Spanish. Oh, because he didn't get to watch it in Spanish, because he... He I, knows English, but it's... I know, uh, no, 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 but no, no, no I got you, but, but no, it'll, he'll grasp it more, if you will. Yeah. So, I'm actually looking forward to, like, watching it in Spanish. But, um... But, but yeah, we both thought it was going to be, like, a cut movie and, like, whatever, and we knew, like, the girl was going to be in it, so it's like, okay, cool, like... My dad's like, oh yeah, this is blah blah blah. How okay, like, so then so now that we're getting there, I'll just I'll just kinda of jump ahead a little bit. How legit were the the terms that he was doing and the things that they were talking about, like were they were they talking shop about boxing? Uh how, it, was, it was it was it was pretty dead on. Uh that's what I was asking because there was like, a couple parts where like uh like okay could he sort his chain in how to like hit and it's the Yeah, that's jab, that's more yeah ice pick, jab, ice pick, jab. I mean that's super easy. Like yeah, you, like you'll you'll learn that in an afternoon super. Well. And you'll you can speed up super quick with that way, but like I like how they're showing uh, Clint like teaching how to do it, and um, it's like you just kind of punch and punch all the way through. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, your punch is kind of weak, dude. Like it sh- for somebody who's box, that should be a solid, straight punch. And was not, like, it? Just Clint Eastwood. You're talking about Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah. You can see like he was talking it, but like he wasn't showing it. But then when they showed the the legwork where he's showing him how to move the that's legs, that's the legwork was that legit. The leg the legwork was great, um, but my dad used to do that to me too, where he make me practice legwork when I was sitting down, and so like this. people thought I would be fidgeting, but I'm like I wasn't. But it was that's like, what you're doing. Yeah, it was just legwork. It's legwork. Yeah, but um, because like yeah, like when you want to punch with your right, your left's got to lead, and if you punch with your left, your right's your right's got to lead, because it literally, you're. You're twisting your body to get the maximum of every hit. Yeah. So, like, you're always just... Your body works backwards for you. Look, bitch. Hit. I played Punch-Out. <laughs> you see it in Punch-Out. They do no, a really no, good job, too. No, yeah, the, yeah. the leg worker, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, um, yeah, all that's great. But, like, it's just uh, seeing... Oh, when they did the leg work, they showed Clint Eastwood's legs. But that wasn't his legs. That was uh, some other boxer just doing leg work. So I'm like, you actually had, they actually had to buy somebody to come in and put on some old man trousers and like... Can you wear these haggard pants and do leg work? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Can you wear these haggards? Uh, the one character where I was like, okay, cool. And like, it made me laugh when like I first saw it. I'm like, oh, okay. Can you know which character I'm Danger about? Dillard? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> with the, dropping the hard end right out the gate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, and I was like, oh, damn, Dave Russo. <laughs> yeah. I didn't uh, know you had that in you. <laughs> yeah, right? But it's one of those where it's like, um, I kind of wanted more of him. Um, Like, what you got was just, you knew it was coming. You knew his beatdown and his humil- humiliation was going to happen. But it's like, you wanted more. You mean, like, the canvas has titties. <laughs> he's, like, humping the ground. Like, so dumb. Um, the only thing I can think of was I'm like, oh, this is just Foxy Boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, remember Foxy Boxing? Jeez, they don't do that anymore. The Simpsons. <laughs> what? This isn't Foxy Boxing. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. 
That's sad. I hate the new world. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> thanks, Obama. Thanks, Osama. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's a lot of people. Anthony Mackie and Michael Pena. Did oh, you yeah. realize that they were in this one yeah, right I, now? Or? Uh, I didn't recognize them then. Yeah, well, no, because they weren't. They because weren't, they were nobody. They weren't anybody yeah. yet. Um, but look at that. Um, what's his face? Uh, it's like, man, they look young. Compared Anthony to like how Mackie he looks, like looks the same to me. Uh, but uh, what's his name? Michael Pena. Yeah. The, yeah, I think that would be around the time. Because the first thing I saw Michael Pena in was Crash. Yeah, he wasn't Crash. Or he was the, yeah. the guy who thinks his daughter was going to get shot. Yeah. thinks his daughter got shot. Yeah. That's the only part of that movie I liked. It was his story. Like, everything else was horseshit. You know, it took me a long time to watch Crash. I didn't like it. I don't like Crash. Yeah, I don't like it either. You know, the what TV it is? show came out too, right? For Crash. I don't know if they did a TV show, but here's my here's my beef with Crash. Uh huh. Is that people are shitty, but not everybody is shitty, and that's just everybody being shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think there, if the goal was to make a movie that's like, well. One bad person, or one good person can change the world. One bad person can take it down. Like, I don't want to fucking see that movie, because it's not that... I don't know. I, yeah. just, I hated that fucking movie. Um, so a few other things. So she's, she, she starts boxing, so eventually, you know, he's going to start training her. I, I mean, you know, I don't know why they took so long in that movie to have him start training her. Like, you, you look at the poster, and you know he's fucking training her. Yeah, but this is where like I feel like he likes to romanticize his stories, and like he just draws well, it out. Did you see the mule? No. Oh, the one where he's having three ways. Clint Eastwood's having three ways. No, with who? Is uh, it a devil's three way or is it like a? I I don't know if they're hookers. I don't remember. I haven't. I, I, okay, I just, so not I've just heard about way. this movie. Uh, I know what the devil's much... three way is. What's the devil's three way? It's two dudes and one girl. I thought that was spit roasting. It is spit roaster. Well, that's only if you decide to go from like. That's the action. But like, where threesome. where else are you, are you? Are you so are you so there's a devil's three way like a DV thing. Uh yeah, or no, or it's orifices. Lower or orifices. Oh, at the same time. Tank? Yeah. Yes. Making a TP. Yes, I like that term. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> there's also the devil's but inch. like... You know the devil's inch? The devil's inch? Yeah. Go on. You know what that is? Go on. <laughs> so that's what, like... If you're going from <clears throat> behind, mm-hmm. and you're, you're going, and she saying go deeper, there's a way to get an extra inch of, like... Okay. By reaching behind, grabbing your balls, and then pulling them back... It'll, like, pull everything back, and it'll give you, like, an extra inch. And it's called the devil's inch. I've never heard that. Yeah? Yeah? The more you know. <laughs> Keep it <laughs> trace time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the three-way in Mule. Uh, no, yeah. I've, uh... What's Mule about? He's a drug mule, I believe. Okay. Um... I like... The ideas of his movies. I like the idea of... What was that last one that we saw? Cry Macho. 
Cry Macho. Which, by the way... Great name. I fucking love that name. Mm -hmm. But it was one of those where it's like... It probably would have been great if he wasn't in it. Yeah, we, that's what we said. It would have probably been a better movie with him without him in it. Yeah. Throw me a... Throw me like, you know who you could put in there? And I'd be okay with it? Chris Cooper. Who Chris Cooper is? No, who's Chris Cooper? Um... If I, uh, I'm trying to think what you've seen him in. Um... No, maybe not Chris Cooper. No, he's... Okay, remember the dad in October Sky? Yeah. That's Chris Cooper. He's been in a bunch of other things, too. He was like, um... Yes, him. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. He's young enough. He's young and old enough. You know what I mean? Like... Because, like, wasn't the kid in that movie supposed to be his kid? In the crime outro? No, was it... Oh, no, it's it been was... a minute. No, it was just some random kid that wanted to no, be a man. Was... But how how did he go down there? Like, why was his reason for going down there? Oh, it was the mom, or did you, no? The, was it the mom or the dad? Oh, oh he knew the, the dad. dad. And yeah, he, he needed the, the kid to come back to. Yeah, they want to pay. And then the mom, when he got down there, was like, oh, "I'll fuck you." Yeah, the mom like, was like, "I'll fuck you if you just just leave." Yeah. That would have been a way flop on your old man balls. That would have been a better movie. Well, it's a porno movie. It's not a. Yeah. Do they still make parody pornos? I don't think that's a thing you ever stop making. I'll send a text. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't imagine that they stopped. But that used to be like the the thing. That used to be like. I bet you there's. Uh, so, uh, that's that's the rule forty three. You know that's rule forty three. Uh, Is kill, that if it kill exists? Kill Jedi. No, if it exists, there's a porno version of it. That's true. I saw a porno with uh, Catwoman and Robin. That was pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't watch that Batman sixty six <laughs> parody, bud. Oh, have you seen that? I seen it. No, and we're not going to watch it here. Oh, let's put it on the list. <laughs> we're not watching that. Dude. Dude, when Batgirl shows up. That's my childhood, bud. And the penguin? <laughs> <laughs> Does he get boobs in his face and do that? Does he, go, ah! Does he really? Does no. he, like, like he's going to motorboat somebody and go... That's a missed opportunity. Does the, yeah, but does, okay, so does the Riddler like fuck people when he gets the Riddler's riddles wrong? I mean, the Riddler is in that movie. Does he? I, I'm assuming they made it based off of yeah. the old 1966. But there was movie. a. I think there was a character that was like, "Who the fuck is this guy in this thing?" My dad always says that his favorite old Batman cart or um, episode was Batman, where he's like, where he's at some, he's at some. 70s, 60s, 70s swingers uh, dancing club, right? Uh-huh. And they're all, Batman, can I get you anything? He goes, no, I'm just gonna go sit over here and be inconspicuous by the bar. <laughs> First off, that's a great image. Is that just some girl blowing 1966 Batman? No, that's a henchman. Oh, henchwoman. Henchwoman. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think you put fucking sounds on, so let's not let's not play that. Bang, pow. So here's the cover for the for the for the actual like uh, box. It's not bad, right? 
No, that looks like it. Yeah, especially Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no Bat Cycle there. But the Riddler is, like, diabolical in his endeavors the entire time, though. Just going to town. The costumes are great. Well, it's not hard to make those costumes, but... Yeah, but they look super good. But to have those costumes with the right apparatus to pull things in and out of, like... Because they don't come with zippers. They come other ways. <laughs> hey uh, Million Dollar Baby! Hey, Forrest! I'm sorry, that's the better one. Do they wear they they wear their masks while they bang? Yeah, they do. That's weird. You gotta keep their secret identity even if they know each other. Oh yeah, here you go. Here's the here's the lineup with the um the villains. See where's the Riddler not the Riddler, where's the penguin? <laughs> I bet you Burgess Meredith is turning in his grave. <laughs> Anyways. Why, but here's the other thing. You know what? Hey, it just says Batman, a porn parody, right? It's Batman XXX. Why didn't they call that Batman 69? Fucking hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably another show on the market oh dang just like in the orphan how um it was called uh the sequel was going to be called edith or whatever that girl's name was esther that was the name of the thing then they changed it to uh orphan first kill yeah anyway um so uh what what are your hillary swank thoughts (laughs) um good i like them I think they're good. <laughs> uh, I I always kind of wrote her off because of that I thought she Karate was, Kid movie. I thought she was good. Like, honestly, I really didn't... Like, her character didn't need to be much more than it was. I believed her her starving and her struggling, especially she's when... She's a doubt she's good. And especially with, like, her... Um, when she pulled... When she was stealing that meat mm-hmm. in the beginning, and then she goes, it's for my dog. And the guy was like, it's not. Is, yeah. it, is it for your dog? Yeah. And then is like, it the, is it though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the um, the fucking family though, when they came in at the end. Oh, after they went to Universal Studios. Yeah. And and like, here's my who fucking is like, oh man, I'm gonna go to Universal Studios. I'm gonna sneak my knife in so I can cut the sleeves off my Universal Studios shirt. Yeah. No, the whole thing was just like. It's uh, it's a great movie because it shows you like. It shows you like the like, when it comes to boxing, like there's a certain type of people that, like the sport because they like the sport. There's other people that are boxers, and fighters, and like, that's a different level. That you're like a different type of like person if you're you're a boxer, and like, you see it in her I mean she needs it she has to and then like that's a drive that very few people have but she has it and you see her fighting for it which I was hoping to see more of her struggles and her failures rather than her being like an instant fucking 
pro at shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why why not train her more? Yeah, that was my beef. Like, or show her lose. You know what I mean, like, I mean, I mean, and I know they kind of have it to where Morgan Freeman's like letting her use the shit. Yeah, I get it, but like. Yeah, let her lose. Like, let her go in early. Let her lose. Yeah, because... Um, but she's based on a, a real person. Oh, did this actually happen to that person? Yeah. She was the first professional woman to Bob. get hurt. Oh, yeah. Like, hurt. seriously injured. Well, I like how they... It's Billy Blue Bear. Oh, yeah. Who's the one who does it. And is it... Did he? Did she beat her before and they have a rematch? No. She, uh, she, or they wanted, announced she that. wanted to fight her uh, because, like, they were trying to level her up. And um, she called asking to fight her, but um, Clint Eastwood said no, like because she's a she's a fighter, she's a dirty fighter, mm-hmm. and so he was trying to keep her safe, like he kept all the, his other boxers safe. Yeah, but he she just was unstoppable that he just kind of made it happen because she needed oh, it to yeah. happen, and then he tried to let go, and then like. That's what happened. Well, I like it how they say she's a former prostitute, like she knows how to take a plunge. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, so so during that fight, she falls and hits her neck on the chair and yeah. gets paralyzed. Um, so there's a couple things. So she's like, "Fucking kill me!" Throughout that whole third act, right? And then, so okay, here's what I didn't get though. Uh, wouldn't you prepare the syringe of shit before disconnecting the hose? Yeah, he does it like right at the. Yeah, the, like he he waits till he like he disconnects the hose and then he prepares the. Maybe syringe. he was hoping he would have a change of heart. Maybe he could figure out. Or she was like, "Stop." Yeah, I, I, maybe I'll give you that. And then, um, for like two seconds, I was gonna say he needs to be careful, or the air bubbles will kill her. But I guess it's all the same. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was just thinking like he just like because like he had to make sure they're out because like that yeah. would kill her. But, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, was like, if, eh, but if that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> End game. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. But um, my thing with Clint Eastwood is like, you just murdered somebody. Oh, in this movie. Yeah. You did. So, on uh, is it murder though? Yeah, it's murder. Why is it murder? Because he killed somebody. Uh, murder. Webster's Dictionary defines murder as ending someone else's life. There's no intent. No, there's no intent. There's no malicious intent with yeah. murder? Murder is murder. So it's not assisted suicide? It's not. Assisted suicide is just fancy words for murder. Oh, you're that person? Yeah. No, Mr. Uh, Kaborkian. I'm sorry, are you that person? <laughs> um, the unlawful permitted... Unlawful? Unlawful per premeditated killing of one human being by another. So... It's not... If it was lawful, Clint would just say, yeah, let's just fucking knock her out really quick and just call it a day. But the fact that he snuck in the... the so, needles. okay, so you're saying, but was it premeditated? You can call it premeditated? Like, he... She asked him to do it. Yeah. Are you considering that premeditation? Yeah, because the request was asked, but then he has to plan that murder. Okay. He could have smothered her with a pillow... He was like, and when I ask you, like, say I was that chick, and I'm like, fucking tickle my toes, I can't feel shit. Um, and I say, <laughs> Forrest, I need you to kill me. That's all I said to you. How are you going to do it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Because <laughs> it's murder. No. But if you were, if you were, 
Okay. I, I'm leaving it up to you. Am I, you am I, am God I, am I Forrest now or am I Forrest 30 years, like 25, 30 years from now, Clint Eastwood age? Uh, 25, 30 years, Clint Eastwood age, and I pissed you off that morning. <laughs> I told you the descendants were gay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I tell you, I need you to kill me. Like, at that point, my request is there, but it's up to you to do it and how to do it. Right? Um, can I just, un- I can, so I can unplug something and just walk out? No, because the nurses will come in in like two seconds and plug it back in. But why aren't they coming in two seconds there? Exactly. This is why I don't believe... This is where my downfall of Clint Eastwood movies goes away. Because he just walks... He just saunters out like, I did something good. I abandoned my daughter and I killed my new adopted daughter. And like, That's it. And what's he doing? Fucking eating pies. He just murdered somebody. You don't mean to harsh that blow of having to kill my buddy. I might have to go get some pie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I like how this whole movie was just about, like, finding real estate for Clint Eastwood so he could live his life. Because that's what it was. What real estate? The pie shop. Remember, he was like, is that pie shop for sale? Maybe I'll just buy that. I got some extra cash I could set aside. So does he get all for money? Did he steal the money? Is that why he was in there? <gasps> was that why he was there with the lawyers trying to get the lawyers out? Because he was just trying to steal that money too so he could like live rich. Or is it just money that he had? From... It's money that he had. But, but he doesn't show back up. Morgan Freeman could have gone to that pie shop. He doesn't know about it. Just like he doesn't know about what, what daddy did to that dog. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Morgan doesn't know that story. And that's not a story that you're going to repeat to somebody, you know what I mean? So then, assuming... Because the only reason he, they, Clint Eastwood knows that story is because when he went to go, when she went to give the house to the mom and she was like, I can't take this house, why the fuck did you buy me a house? Like, my fucking, my welfare, my blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she's like, whatever, she's panicking because she'll lose her, her shit. But then, like, she sends her money constantly and it's like, yeah, they're just leeching off of her. But when they're driving back, that's when she's like talks about the dog and then that's when they're eating the pie and then like they're just kind of like okay cool and that's their moment and then like but at the end like she brings her back up again because like she needs her to treat her like a dog so at that point he should have rolled up a newspaper and just smacked him in the nose and go no <laughs> between gasps <laughs> yeah jeez so we ask a question each week did you think it was wrong with the mother like put that pin in her mouth that she actually put it kind of deep. Yeah, no, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, uh. Well, how else are you supposed to sign that? But she put it in deep, though. Like, it wasn't even just like, here you go. She was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be like, well, that how would you... never fly, by the way, at all, nowadays. Well, it shouldn't have flown back in 2004. No, I mean, like, COVID-wise. Like, you can't, that guy's, that lawyer's not going to take that pin back. Do you know how expensive that pen is? Do you know how expensive pens are? The LeBlanc, LeBlanc, LeBlanc pens are like hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for a fucking pen. Writing apparatus. Yeah. It's crazy. As you were saying. We ask a question each week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are there any children in this movie? Um, I think you can take licenses to drive. Corey Feldman and put him in the Dillard role. Danger? Yeah. 
Yeah, actually, yeah, that would that would definitely work. That would definitely work. Um, and for actually, that'd be funny to see too, especially when he's helping the guy. The Mets got titties. <laughs> that'd be that'd be good. Uh, you're supposed to be humping the ground, not moonwalking on the ground. <laughs> oh man! And uh, for the fell dog, I want him to be the one that breaks her neck. <laughs> Jeez, I don't want him to have that big of a role in this because I feel like it'll distract you from it. I feel like he would be the great. Was it her brother, or was it the sister? Oh, the brother. Brother, boy, sister's boyfriend. Sister's boyfriend that's out of jail, right? Yeah, that's who I want. You want him to play the guy who cut his sleeve, who who snuck his knife into Universal <laughs> Studios, yeah, so he can cut his sleeves off. Yeah, fucking cool, Universal Studios. Glory, little fucking badass. Hell yeah. I mean, if you don't, know, it was two thousand four, so you could probably sneak a knife in at that point. You could sneak a knife in Davies and Parks. Now you can. Now you can. Oh. What was that scene you went to an amusement park? Um. Not to name names of parks, but I was at a park event, and uh, I did have stuff on me that would be considered a weapon, another paraphernalia, that I was like, I should have left this in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and, um,. I could have definitely used that thing as a weapon, a stabbing weapon. Okay. Because Lisa, uh, when she was a server, you can just say it, I'm going to edit it out. It was Disneyland. I know where it so was, fucker. I, I had... Um, you know, I, cause I, that's, I'm going to go with my Disneyland story with that. So Lisa, I had, ha, go ahead. Oh, I had... Um, it's here, actually. It's um, a saw. I had a saw, but it's got a pointed end. And it's uh, serrated too, so it's like literally I could stab somebody with it. I'll fucking I'll stab and somebody with saw it their and inside. saw off limbs with it. It's the Milwaukee. Uh, like, we're, good, we're good, bud. No, no, I'll show you. I'll I don't need to see no, no, let me see your arm really quick. Lisa, ah! I don't need to, you don't need to see my arm. Lisa, uh, we were at Disneyland and walking around like the hotels and stuff, uh-huh. and she had a cork. Opener. Oh yeah, yeah. From when she was serving, because she had it, she had a really good one that she used. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, you're gonna have to throw that away." And she's like, "No, this is fucking expensive. I got this for work. I'm not throwing that away." Did they? What happened? Um, I think they let her through eventually, because we're like, "Look, do we look like we're gonna? We have our kids with us. We're not gonna stab anybody, in general, but we're especially not gonna stab in front of anybody in front of our children." <laughs> that's a good boy. That's a good boy. <laughs> well, that's like. One year, Jesse, like, when Jesse was 21, he lost his ID. Uh-huh. And it was around Mother's Day. And he went to the Orange Mining Company. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, I'm his mom, he's 21. And they're like, oh, no, we need an ID. And he goes, look, it's Mother's Day, we're not going to get crazy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <clears throat> I've seen people go hard on Mother's Day. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he, he His family is not that family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting fucking trash drunk with your mom on like Mother's Day at brunch. Yeah. Look, guys, we're not going to get crazy today. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, Forrest. Hey, Jimmy. Let me show you this TikTok about my favorite stoner really quick. No, we're good. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what are you blanking? Uh, what am I blanking? Uh, I've been watching a lot of just uh, old shows. What are you watching? Uh, I've been watching I Love Lucy. Mm, never my favorite. You never liked I Love Lucy? No, you know what it was? I tolerate Lucy is what you watched. I... Uh, like if it's on, if it's on Lucy, no, um, <laughs> no, you know what it was is really, it's like that and Andy Griffith. And the only reason why I don't like them is because I would want to watch the Flintstones. And mom's like, oh no, we're going to watch this. So out of spite, you hate the shows? Yeah. All right. And like, I would want to watch TV and mom's like, oh no, I'm watching this. Like back when everybody only had one TV. Yeah. By fucking spoiled ass kids. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and it was just like, uh, you're gonna watch this, and I didn't want to watch this. Mm. Uh, I like that with Guns N' Roses, too. The reason why I hate Guns N' Roses is because when my mom made us clean the house and not do fun shit, uh-huh. it was like, oh, I'm gonna listen to Guns N' Roses while we do it. Oh, uh, sorry, I just remembered. Uh, I've got a book. Uh, I haven't opened it yet. What's the book? But it's Springfield Confidential. That's a good book. Yeah. So did you write that book? No, so I'm excited to read it. I'm super excited to read so I thought it. you were the one who told me about that book. No, um, maybe I did because uh, Kaylin told me about it. I, I it's about a good it. book. I, I had that that guy reads it. Yeah. It's an audio book. That's a great book. So that one, I got that book, and then I joined a book club. What book club? Uh, it's a work one. It's like uh, it's actually it's it's weird because it's a. Uh, Is that your book that you guys are doing? No, we're doing. It's like a corporate wide. Cross the nation book club type of a thing. What do you like? Have like a forum that you guys talk in? Uh, there's a group forum on the company employee inter- internet thing, and then there's oh, also, that and that and sounds, also, that sounds like a fucking HR <laughs> meeting waiting to happen. Yeah, so we'll see. Is this a new goes. thing? Yeah, it's a brand new one. That sounds that legit sounds like an HR complaint just waiting to happen. The uh, book I I need to read is Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Okay. Uh, it's by Gail Honeyman. Um, it's interesting, because, like, I don't know where the story is, because I read, like, a couple chapters of it, I'm like, okay, cool, cool, but it's about this accounts payable or accounts receivable girl in the office, and then, like, she doesn't want more than her life than her position. You know what I mean? So she's, like, a forgotten person, and, like, she's, uh chapter goes on like you know she used to tell people that she's uh yeah it was just an interesting book so I, i'm really interested to see where it goes um the name reminded me of that um that book you remember that book ollie Oli? never mind anyways that's those are the two books i'm starting to read right now okay well have you been watching she hulk uh i've seen the first there's two only two that's all episodes. that's all they've shown uh, I like it, dude. I like it a lot. You don't like it? You're one of those people? Oh, I don't like it. Dude. I don't know, dude. It's like, it's, it seems very PC to me to have some, like, female version of a badass character and then dumb it down, so, uh... <laughs> no, dude, it's <laughs> no, actually, great. I, I do like it. It's, I just, I honestly, like it like, it's, it's actually one of the funnier ones, and it's really good at, it's really good at the comedy that it's doing in it. What I hate about the show is that the lead is a woman. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I, and, and I really, I really love the show. Hulk, get yeah. out of here! <laughs> I really love the show. Um, my only complaint is that it's too short. I feel like I'm barely getting into the episode before it's over. I'm like, ah, I like where they're going with it, and I know, I know, Daredevil's supposed to pop up. Yep. There's a Wolverine reference, like 
kind of like an Easter egg Wolverine weapon. Oh, I didn't see it. Where was it, it was uh, Man with Claws starts fighting Bar. Oh no shit! Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that paper when when it's when it's talking about her, like how she's how how she fought the person in the. Oh, the I never noticed. Oh yeah, it oh. was a thing. I I didn't notice it. Someone I, I someone pointed it out online, and I saw it. Oh, that's like, cool. Oh, okay, that's super cool. But I like it. I like how they're bringing it. I, I liked what they did with Mark Ruffalo. I like how they're bringing in Tim Roth again. Yeah. Oh, you know what I heard? Uh, because well, I was into Ms. Marvel, and um. Did you finish Ms. Marvel? Oh, yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah. it, yeah. But what I found out is that there was a deleted scene for that show. Well, they mentioned New Jersey. They're in. I think they're in the same area. Yeah, so... They mentioned New Jersey. Because they're in New York, and they're, like, all over the place in Jersey. Yeah. But what's interesting is that the deleted scene for that show is more of, like, the Comic-Con experience that, like... Uh, yeah. What do they call it? Venture-Con? AvengerCon, yeah. So when they're at AvengerCon and they're just doing their stuff, um, one of the deleted scenes of that thing is a kid dressed up like Cyclops. Oh, really? So that shows you that, like, the X-Men are real in, like, the MCU, and they're out there because they're that popular enough that other people are dressing up as them. No, I got you. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, um... Uh, I heard that they took it out because they weren't ready to introduce X Men and they're just trying to time it right. So. Well, they wanted to make her uh, originally. They wanted to make the, the reason why she's a mutant in this show in the Marvel universe and not a, an Inhuman uh-huh. is that they wanted to make her a mutant. But I guess there was a no more mutants rule for a while with new characters. Oh, okay. So when they made her, when they created her and they started writing her, you no know, ten, twelve years ago, whenever they started doing it, yeah, there was a no new mutants rule. Uh, was but that because of the Wanda thing uh, where she banned all mutants? The House of M type of yeah. thing? It could have been. It could have been. Yeah, right? Because it was about the same time. That was like, yeah, what, so there was, there was, a, there was a big like no mutant rule at Marvel that they have. They had enough. Yeah. Well, Which they those, do. They have too many and then most of them are just shitty mutants. Oh, well, yeah. But they, just yeah. shitty, dirty-blooded mutants. What's the mud blood <laughs> word for mutant? Because they're that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, oh, God. But, yeah, no, like, so, they're saying, because, uh, like, there was a article that I read that, like, you know, Marvel can't uh, recast the X-Men because, I guess, the other... They have to wait. They're under contract till like, 2023 or something like that. Yeah. So, or, like, like, a year or two. That's why it's taking so long, because they can't recast anybody. Yeah. And I think they're just trying to... I bet you they're trying to see who they can keep and who they want to keep. Um, because... That when they first when I first read that I'm like damn it sounds like such a long time but it's really not I mean if they have the script ready to go they could start filming next year and then ha- release it at that day. oh actually no, I don't know they, they, I don't know yeah, how they, works. Works. they yeah. have to wait they, they have, have to wait, have to, to the I don't think they can actually be on a set you know unless you know what I mean unless yeah were, and the director can't cast them I bet you I, unless it's an alternate version one because technically Patrick Stewart was an alternate version of the yeah yeah of professor or unless i, I bet you or i bet oh you oh my god in an alternate universe who do you think uh cory feldman would be i don't even want to do that right now okay i can't uh speaking of old actors i say morph he would just he, but he would just be constant michael jackson go ahead <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure more <laughs> is an MJ fan. 
Uh, I listened to a book called The Age of Cage. Nicholas Cage? Yes. Okay. And it's a book about his career, all of his movies, and they talk about his movies and his acting. Is it him talking about it, or is it somebody else? Someone else, else wrote it, but okay. it's it's good. I enjoyed it. Because I would love to get his honest intake or his take on like he's super a private. Lot. That's what they were talking about. Like, yeah, he's very private. He used to live over here at the bay, the back bay is in uh, Newport. Did he really? Yeah. Well, he used to live. Over, he had like a bunch of houses. Yeah, he has a bunch of houses everywhere. Um, I've been listening, so I've got. So I, they keep saying, hey, Forrest, do you want to come back to Audible? And I'm like, no, but I'll take your free credit for that second act of Sandman. <laughs> and then I will go back in and cancel my subscription because I just want your free credit for the month. Yeah. So I did that, and then they have a bunch of, and I have it through like the end of September or something like that. September. September. Um, and um, I um, was listening to that. A lot of like, um, there's a thing right now they're doing called Words and Music. Audible, so it's like it's it's them playing music and them talking. So there's an Elvis Costello one, there's a Billy Joe from Green Day one, oh, there's cool. a Chuck D one. That's dope. Um, that's cool. All these people, Tenacious and Tenacious D one. Um, so all of these, and I've been listening to those. So I got th- I listened to the Billy Joe Armstrong one. That one's been pretty good. Yeah, Elvis Costello was always great. People I've got say- I've got an Elvis Costello conundrum. This week. Okay. He's playing on Tuesday. So you going Tuesday? I would like to, but we can only afford two tickets right now. And I've got two children who like Elvis Costello. Yeah. So I want to go because those so tickets were like... you brainwashed your child, guy, your children? My children like Elvis Costello. I'm sorry. On the other hand, though, Johnny's really into madness right now. Oh, that's dope. He wants to go see Madness. Like, he's never been like, I want to go see somebody play music. Uh-huh. He's been falling like, when's Madness playing? I want to go see Madness. That's fucking right. Which we were going to take him cool. to, because they were going to play out here in May, and uh-huh. then they got canceled. Because of Rona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Rona picked up again back in December and January. Jimmy. Hey, Forrest. Uh, next week, we're going to watch a little movie called Orphan. Little Orphan Annie. Can't wait. Nope. Nope, not that. Alrighty. Next week. Next week. <laughs> it's got one of the best lines in a movie ever. <laughs> Alright. I can't wait. Next week. Next week. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.